Chat and Spin Radio. Keep it locked on chatandspinradio.com. Brilliant track there from Mumford and Sons. I will wait and it's just gone one o'clock. I'm very excited for my next guest, Tina Ormanro, who is a writer of a brand new book, Breakneck Point. And it's wonderful to have Tina on the show today. Tina, how are you? I'm very well, thank you very much, and thank you for having me. Okay, yeah, it's great to speak to you. And we're just saying that um, I've got a bit of snow here in Scotland, but it's okay where you're in beautiful Devon. I am, I am in beautiful Devon, and no snow here. We don't get snow very often towards the coast, but um, but if it's any consolation, it is quite chilly. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. yeah. So, but you're you're part Greek, but you've lived in Devon most of your life, or since you yes. moved, yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Yes. Oh, I moved lovely. Nineteen sixties. For some reason, I think my mum and dad just decided it was a lovely place to raise children. Okay. Well, it sounds like you've had an amazingly interesting life so far. Um, Tina and you've um, worked in the police for quite a long time and uh, how did you how did you get drawn to a career like that because it must be very thrilling challenging work being CSI yeah yeah it was to, to be honest it was completely by accident I left university I didn't really know what to do with myself and my brother-in-law was a police officer and he said oh our local forces recruiting civilians seems a crime officer so you didn't need to be a police officer and uh, I was really into photography at the time and photography is quite a large part of uh, scenes of crime work and uh, and as you say it, um, it struck me as a very thrilling very exciting area to work in so I applied and um, to my surprise um, I got the job brilliant wow that must have been quite as you're quite young if you just left the university yeah yes I was very young actually I was about 22 I think Goodness, yeah. And uh, so, whereabouts was that uh, first police work that you did, Tina? Well, I started in uh, Edmund, Somerset, in the southwest, and then I transferred up to Nottinghamshire Police. Okay, yeah. So, you were right in the thick of it, um, working on, you know, such serious um, issues like that. Did you do this for quite a long while, Tina? Uh, no, I did it for about three and a half years in the end. Then I left to become um, a teacher, as it happens, and uh, and then I became a journalist about 22 years ago. So I've been a journalist ah, most of the time. Yeah, excellent. And what, as a journalist, what kind of things do you tend to write about most? Well, um, it's all police and crime, actually. So okay. Because, yes, I sort of come from quite a policey family as well. So there's the policing family. I did my bit as a scenes crime officer. And, uh, and then I went into writing about police and crime. And um, I've done that pretty much my entire journalistic career. Yeah, okay. Well, if there is a special crime, I will be looking for your byline, <laughs> Tina. Do you use the same as your author byline or is it different? Um, my byline is Tina Ormonroe, and uh, Breakneck Point, yes, your writer is by T. Ormonroe. Okay, excellent. So, you decided then, after um, quite a long time of uh, being a journalist, that you wanted to, to write a book, or has it always been a, a dream of yours? Um, it's, I think, like a lot of journalists, it's always been um, you know, an itch that I've wanted to scratch. And I had written a couple of books, a couple of non fiction books, I've written a young adult book. And I was still writing 
Yeah, and I've got books. I've got probably about five tests here in my bottom drawer. Oh, wow. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. And then literally a friend of mine, I was having coffee with a friend of mine, and he kind of said, hold a second, you know, uh, you know, you were CSI, and uh, you've been writing about the police for 20-odd years. Why have you never written a crime novel? Mm. And I kind of thought, you know what, yeah, <laughs> why have I never written a crime novel? So I went off and wrote one, basically. Excellent. And you must be so um, delighted now that it's just coming out, the book, and it's a beautiful cover, and uh, yeah, it's exciting times. Um, but I was reading also that you did a uh, novel writing course with your agent. How did you find that? Yeah. Um, it was fantastic, actually. To be honest, it was life-changing for me. So it was the Curtis Brown Creative um, Writing Course. And I'd undenied for several years about um, throwing my hat into the ring and whether or not I would be able to do it. And then I just thought, oh, I'm just going to go for it. And I had a brilliant mentor. She's a Scottish author, actually, Lisa O'Donnell. Okay. And, uh, she was absolutely fantastic. And she basically said to me, look, you know, if you're going to write about this, you are going to have to just go for it and you're going to have to dig deep and you're going to have to return to these places and you're going to have to think about these things in order to give it a little bit of, you know, authenticity. And sure. kind of that advice kind of stuck with me and sort of changed my life, really. So that's exactly what I did. Okay. And did you find, Tina, that you have your um, best times for writing or did you just set yourself a goal you're going to write like a set amount of words every day well when I was um, so I gave up work about a year ago to write time, but when, when I was working it's kind of like every other writer who is doing another job you just have to fit it in around those moments that take you away from writing so it literally yeah. sometimes writing on the hoof really like of course train, think, I'll just do some lines I kind of have a habit of writing you know waking up in the middle of the night so quite often I just get my iPad and I tap away and to be honest with you it's kind of the time to do those difficult scenes actually is often three o'clock in the morning when it is fairly very quiet wow so that I'm is great yeah and do you manage to survive the next day? I guess if you're if you're not kind of doing a heavy job, it's not so bad. But yeah, it's I can imagine it must be tricky if you're writing in the night and then you're up early and writing again. And yeah, 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 it is. It is. But kind of you know, I think other writers will also say it's it's a little bit of a quite driven to do it, and particularly when you're writing something that you really want to write. Absolutely. Passionate about your story. Yeah. So um, I kind of never, to be honest, I've always objected to the other bits of life. I've never objected to the writing bits. Okay, yeah. So is this kind of based on some of your experiences, Tina, the book? I would, yes, to some extent. I would say the feelings that um, Annie Diamond, who's the protagonist in the book, feels and expresses at some of the scenes that she um, attends directly reflect my own thoughts and feelings at some of the scenes that I also attended so, yes, yeah direct link mm -hmm. certainly wow and did you find when you were working um in the police um at, you know some years ago was it quite traumatic to have to deal with these kind of really shocking incidents I think Tessa if I'm really honest with you I think I think my age actually helped because I oh, okay young, yeah. I, wasn't married, I married, I didn't have children, I didn't have those familial you know, responsibilities. And, you know, you're quite fearless when you're young. True. Well. <laughs> you would go into these um, situations and, you know, they all 
always felt surreal. You always felt this, there's some unreal quality to this. And of course, you had a job to do, so there was no looking yeah. around and looking. That you, you know, you were there to do a job, and you know that the spotlight was on you. It seems Carmel saw at CSI to do that job, and you'd be directed by the detectives who would tell you exactly what they wanted you to do, and you liaise with them. So you never really had that time to think about it. It's only really when you come away from these jobs mm, and you yeah. you start to think about it. And there are jobs that I did that certainly impacted me and um, upset me tremendously. Yes. Yeah. But at the time when you're in the situation, you and the adrenaline is pumping. You you just get on with the job that you're paid to do. Yeah, absolutely. I can imagine there's a lot of adrenaline in it. But with things like um, you know. Um, very bad accidents or you know that when when people have passed away and you would then have to tell the person's family I can imagine that must be one of the hardest things of police type work did you ever do that kind of thing or no I never thankfully because I would totally agree with you I think it's the worst Hard. The worst news you're ever going to tell a person. Yeah. And it was terrific, but I did do um, a job, and it is the one that upset me the most. And I kind of would say that, you know, it's more upsetting to deal with the living than it is to deal with the dead sometimes. Ah. And I went to fingerprint a house of um, uh, a young boy whose body was recovered um, uh-huh. from the water, and we couldn't identify him, but we kind of knew who he was. Right. So I had to go into his bedroom and get some fingerprints in order to identify him and mm. um, his and his mum and dad were there and they didn't know and they weren't sure and I couldn't tell them that <gasps> because I think it's just oh, wow. yeah. it was just utterly horrific. His mother was utterly distraught and she stayed with me in his bedroom and I'm you know, I'm looking at these photographs of this smiling young man and um, she's devastated and trying to reason with herself and with me that it can't possibly be him and I'm not able to tell her either way. And, yeah. Um, it was Utterly heartbreaking, and it's stayed with me to this day. Oh, I can imagine Th- things like that, they're not just going to go away. But have you found, um, with your new book, Tina Breakneck Point, have you found in a way that it's been? I mean, I know it's not necessarily writing directly about your experiences, but has it been a cathartic thing to do in life as such to have the book finished? Or, I think it has actually, I don't think I ever realized. Yeah. Catharsis, actually, because this is a long time ago in my life. But I think ultimately, I did sit and go back to, and I remember them all. You know, I mean, sure. Thankfully, we don't have too many horrific crimes that you they run into each other. You know, I remember all the ones I dealt with, and I, if I'm honestly interested, it might sound a bit silly, but I kind of think it's almost my tribute to them that I do remember them. Yes, I remember, absolutely. You know, I remember everyone I attended. And of course, I didn't know them in life, but, you know, they're not forgotten, basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that great gives it even more reason, the book, then, that it's kind of wrapped up all these um, individual experiences and everything, mm. too. And, Tina, when you're writing, do you tend to read other writers or do you, you know, when you're writing, you just focus on your own writing? I read other writers. What yeah. I do when I'm writing a crime, because I'm obviously writing crime, is I will quite often avoid reading crime novels when I'm writing. Oh, sure, yeah. There is that danger of just kind of, you know, magpieing someone else's ideas. Mm, so, I, mm-hmm. so I'm often to be found deep in a rom-com, actually, Tessa. When I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, sounds sounds nice bit of escapism. And who are yes. some of your favourite writers? Or, I mean... 
uh, favorite books, sort of all-time favorites? Oh, gosh, there's so many. Um, uh, Valmadon, who's just really mm. been a crime writing. Um, yeah. So just consistently. Very good, so yeah. Pick up a Valma Dermot. Um, I'm a really big fan of Lynn with Barclay as well. He writes, he's a Canadian writer. He writes oh, okay. terrific, thrillers, yeah. terrific thrillers. And at the moment, because I'm a debut author, yes. I'm reading an awful lot of debuts. Um, wow, that's like nice. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exciting. And I read also, Tina, that you've been doing a screenwriting course. That sounds great. Would would you consider um, writing for TV or movie or, you know, kind of? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. And I think kind of years ago, when I did, I used to um, buy scripts. So I had the faulty power script. Because <laughs> I love comedy as well. Believe it or not, even though I've written this dark. Great. Yeah, I'm sure you'd be I good at it. Comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought I would go the script writing route, but you know, I, I kind of grew up at a time when you know I didn't really have those choices. I didn't really know what was out there, and so my life didn't take that path. But um, you know, never say never, and it's never too late. And all that. Yeah. Yes, I'd love to. Great. Sounds great. And Tina, how have you found writing? And uh, you know, in this you know hugely. Um, different times for us the past couple of years with the lockdowns and have you managed okay with it and sort of got through it what's been your tips of survival um well i think for a writer we write you know there's no element of escape anyway and i think for me writing has always been an escape whatever i've written and i think during the long lockdown it was an opportunity really for me to um stand back and think and and really to step outside of what was going on by writing. So that was my response. My heart goes out to those people who had a debut during lockdown and had online launches. Yeah. Very, very difficult for them. Very yes. difficult for them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was just going to ask, uh, Tina, now that things are sort of opening up again, will you be doing any events or any book tours or anywhere people can come and meet you and have a book signed? Um, yeah, absolutely. So I'm really, really thrilled to be doing uh, Crime Fest, which is a very big festival in Bristol in May. Oh, okay, excellent. Yeah. And there's a couple of others as well. There's a couple in the southwest that I'm doing as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's, there's a few. There'll be a few. Great. So, um, yeah, yeah. Very good. So people can meet you at the Crime Fest at Bristol. And yeah. do, if how is the best way to people find out a bit more about you and the book, uh, like social media, or what's the best way, Tina? Twitter. Uh, Twitter. I'm most active on Twitter. I'm also on Instagram. My DMs are open. I'm quite happy to chat and answer questions. Yeah. But uh, but that's the best way to contact me. I don't have an author page at the moment. Maybe I want to have an author website. Too, okay. Point. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> yes. Well, Tina, thank you so much for coming on the show Pleasure. today. And uh, the book is... It, it is out now. People can purchase it now. Uh, Breakneck Point. And, uh, yeah, it's a very um, interesting book. I can't believe it's your first book. It's just, it, it's, it's a great read. And well done. I look Thank forward you. to the next. So you need to come on the radio show again. And, uh, yeah. so All right. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Paperback writer. Paperback writer.